0: We just recorded episode five of What, Where, Why. And this episode yeah. was about the Carrion Crow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Normally, this is a patron only podcast. However, Richie and I noticed that there's minimal Carrion Crow lore out there.
1: Yeah.
0: We decided to release this one on YouTube for those who are interested. But keep in mind, because this was originally recorded for patron, it's not very good.
1: Yeah. Do you want to just clarify? That's how Patreon works.
0: Yeah, please clarify it for us, Richie.
1: Yeah, so we have a very unique Patreon structure, where the best content we release is free on the channel. Mm-hmm. But then, if you want to pay for Patreon content, it's significantly worse. And yeah. the more you, the more you pay, the higher tier on the actually the worse the content is. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. What, this is, like, on the $2 tier, isn't it? Yeah, this is on the $2 yeah. tier. So it's yeah,
0: still so listenable. This, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's listenable. It's basically just us talking. It's less structured, less edited. The audio quality is not as good. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, like, basically, you know, like, you would – you would exp- basically, like, if we just weren't trying very hard on a normal video. <laughs> but then – so you can imagine the tiers go up to $50. So you can imagine – like once you get into like the ten dollar tier, the twenty dollar tier, it's going to be just dreadful. And the fifty dollar tier is like I don't even <laughs> want to think about what's up there. But you get, you can think of it as a multiplier to how bad you want the podcast to be. So like, like two dollars, it's twice as bad. Ten dollars, it's ten times as bad. Fifty dollars, it's unlistenable.
0: Thank you, Richie. (laughs) All right, thank you, Richie. Um, Without further ado, here is the carrion crow. (laughs) Hi, Richie. Hi, Sin. Hi, everyone. Richie, what are we doing here today?
1: Another great (laughs) episode of What, (laughs) Where, Why. I forgot. It's What, Where, Why. There's no when. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: And what is the title of this episode, Richie?
1: Carrion Crow.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Are you...
1: (laughs) Well, no, I didn't think you would do Carrion Crow, because I I have no idea which ones you're doing. And I didn't think you do Carrion Crow, because it's literally, it's just a crow.
0: Um, Richie, it's not just a crow. First of all... It's giant. Second of all, one of them has a dog's head. Third of all, one of them has a roof.
1: Oh, okay, we're bringing that into it, okay? I guess we what, Well,
0: what, there's, what? No, we're not bringing that into it. We're going to talk about the other crows just still there on trails being like, What's up? Just a crow. Don't mind me. It's the sort
1: of thing you would do. <laughs> we did an hour on the lock shield. <laughs> What's up? I'm chilling. i the lock shield. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had I've had a few people ask when we're going to follow that up with the wooden shield.
0: Oh my god! Okay, we should do that. Yeah, next week. Done. I will just need to build an outline. <laughs>
1: Go on.
0: <laughs> okay, but. Wait, do you hear this in the background?
1: Is it a Japanese slipper?
0: No, this is actually water. You okay? Um, My boyfriend disallowed me <laughs> to use <laughs> glasses. Because <laughs> I keep breaking them. <laughs> Yeah,
1: so so for people keeping track of like what order these are in, this is coming immediately after an episode where you talked about how you can't go downstairs without injuring yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um I'm now using this plastic cup and it has a lid with um with a straw, like built in. Mm-hmm and it has harley quinn on it it's something my mom gave me a couple of years ago my mom and my sister it's really cool and i love it but i never really used it much because i don't actually drink water much but since <laughs> to, to basically to make my boyfriend feel secure in his house i'm like it's okay i'll use the, the the thing my mom gave me right right yeah and so this is really cool you like drink through a straw you can carry it around richard look at what i'm doing do you know what i did I just like I just shook the water and nothing spilled. This is amazing. Is it, is
1: it this for like small children? <laughs> <laughs>
0: not it's
1: for, but it's incredible. It's the best <laughs> it's invention for babies.
0: But it has Harley Quinn on it. Babies should not be exposed to Harley Quinn. I think this is for adults yeah so this is cool so now I'm working around with this thing and I'm like if it if it falls it's either not gonna break it just breaks in a way where there won't be like a million shards on the floor so it's okay but also the the process of just like drinking out of a straw is really cool it's <laughs> up? drinking out of a straw here it's like smoking that's how cool because I never smoked right so I never got to feel cool <laughs> So, this is it. This is my equivalent of smoking. I'm walking around with my plastic Harley Quinn jar, just, like, sipping through a straw. Yeah, I feel great. (laughs) And also, this has been making me, like, drink water, because I never drink water. I always drink coffee, and I'm perpetually dehydrated. But this is good.
1: Does it at all worry you that (laughs) you're not allowed to have a You're not to be trusted with glass (laughs) At the age of 35 (laughs) To be
0: honest I understand my boyfriend's concern (laughs) Because I broke a lot of glasses Over the (laughs) course of dating Each other you know So it's it's justified
1: (laughs) That that, that concerns me honestly That it's justified That you agree (laughs)
0: So, yeah, that being said, if you hear this sound, this is just the ice cubes and water. Mm-hmm. If you hear this, that's mm-hmm. me, like, missing the straw and, like... You
1: know what? you missing the straw. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I thought it was the first time I heard it. What? I thought it was you making, like, a kissy face into the microphone. Like, thanks, Richie. <sighs>
0: just me missing a straw slightly so some air gets in my mouth you know like. <laughs> it's the new era of the snack covenant instead of chewing it's ice cubes and kissing <laughs> thank you richie <laughs> Okay. So let's get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> the carrion crow. <laughs> what is the carrion crow?
1: It's a really big crow that eats dead things and if you get too close to it it tries to peck you. Mhm. Yes.
0: Can you explain its size?
1: It's, well, okay, there are, like, regular crows in the game, so you can do a size comparison if you want. hmm Because you can see when you go into Hemwick, there's, like, normal crows flying away. When you're in Upper Cathedral Ward, you can see crows circling the building, and if you're in the, the lower part of Cathedral Ward and you look up, sometimes the, like, the ropes between the buildings will have crows nesting on them. Mm-hmm. So that gives you a rough idea of like the size of a normal crow in Yarnum. So these are not like it's not that Yarnum crows are massive, it's that this is a specific kind of crow that's just really, really huge. So they're about the size of like I said they're about four times the size of a normal crow? Would you say that's fair?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. They're
1: about the size of like a human torso.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they are incapable of flying. They can sort of like use their wings to to jump up and get a little bit of air, but then they crash back down again. And they mostly move around by kind of like dragging themselves around on the ground. So they're not yeah. um, yeah.
0: It's very disturbing. The first time I saw them, I wasn't sure what they were. I don't even know if I like noticed them. I just saw like some black bile jumping on me and it was very very scary. Yeah. Yeah, they're neat. Okay. Um so we also have crows that have the heads of dogs. Yes. Could you elaborate on that?
1: It's pretty much what you just said. It's a crow mm-hmm. with the head of a dog.
0: hmm Hmm. But like can you explain what's happening there? Why?
1: No. What do you think's happening?
0: Well, they're found in the Nightmare Menses, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Have you seen that episode of The Simpsons? It was a Halloween episode back when The Simpsons were still good.
1: Yeah, that was a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Bart had a evil twin that they fed fish heads to.
1: Yep, Hugo.
0: Yes, Hugo! And Hugo wanted to reattach with Bart because they were like attached at birth or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he was like, I've been practicing. So he attached a pigeon to a rat. <clears throat> yes. That's the vision I had when I first saw these things.
1: Yeah. So you think Mikolash is Hugo?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there are also dogs with crow's heads. Yes. Do you think it's like the dogs and the crows messing with us? Just like, hey, hey, there's somebody new coming to the nightmare. Okay, give me your head, take my head, and we're going to freak him out.
1: I thought you were like, uh, is it the dogs and crows messing with each other by using a series of unconvincing disguises?
0: Oh my God, that's even better! <laughs> Would they, what's the end game? Why would they do that, Richie? Is it Halloween?
1: Well, it's it's Bloodborne, so like it's very Halloween coded.
0: So maybe the crows and the dogs are going trick or treating.
1: Patreon podcast.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Richie. Um, okay. So there's also a crow that drops a rune. Can you tell us about that?
1: Um, did you want to keep talking about why they have different heads?
0: I don't know. You were like, you shaded me. But yes, please tell me more.
1: Because it's in the same spot where there's like pigs with spiders' heads. Mm Mm-hmm. And like spiders with human heads. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea is like just things in the nightmare can be composites because there's all sorts of weird things we don't see anywhere other than the nightmare. Like winter lanterns are another example.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. some things in the nightmare are things that clearly just came from the outside. But then there's also stuff there that like, like can manifest as... um. Like, the manifestation of just weird, like, phobias and events. So, like, the, the messed up animals are probably, like, a manifestation of the experiments they were doing or something. Yeah. Like, that species are crossing over into other species and things.
0: Yeah, what's that? that there's a scientific name for that. I forget. Okay, okay, so... Um... I found it. What I'm thinking is of uh, parabiosis.
1: Oh, right, right.
0: Yeah, that's creepy.
1: I thought you meant like a Jenny Hanover. What? I think we brought this up another time, the, the concept of a Jenny Hanover.
0: Can you elaborate?
1: Oh, what we were talking about where you like get two or three or whatever animals and you stitch the, they're dead and you stitch the bodies together and like sort of r- rearrange parts and try to pass it off as a, like, like a, like a cryptid yeah. basically. Yeah. And yeah, one of the colloquial names for them is a Jenny Hanover.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. So are you saying that Mikalash wanted to trick people into thinking there are cryptids in the Nightmare of Menses?
1: I don't think there would be much trickery involved (laughs) because the nightmare of menses is already very strange. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. So in the field of experimental physiology, parabiosis is a class of techniques in which two living organisms are joined together surgically and develop single shared physiological systems, such as a shared circulatory system.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you said, this is this was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And um anyone listening to this, do not Google it.
0: It's pretty disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um Is there anything else to say about the crow dogs and the dog crows?
1: Um not really.
0: Okay, thank you. Oh, so I okay. I guess
1: like people initially thought maybe Mikolash, like those were real things that like Mikolash had um literally combined those things together, like stitched them. But I think it's more likely it's just some weird like nightmare fuckery that produced them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Does Mikolaj have any surgical training?
1: Does he have any training? <laughs> I don't think the school of Mensis was very well audited at any point. <laughs> I mean, f- Look at it. Yeah. I mean, there are people who were too out there for the healing church, who <laughs> themselves were just like, oh. let's infect an entire town with werewolf blood to see what happens. The yeah. other thing, I guess, to point out with the carrion crows is that they're one of two things that can, um, like, natively drop beast blood pellets. It's very, very rare, but they will do it.
0: What's the explanation behind that?
1: Because the idea is beast blood pellets are, like, literally, it's just coagulated blood that's, like, formed into a, like, a like a lump. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, like, the um, carrion crows have just eaten so many beasts that... The blood has like just formed, like a, almost like a kidney stone in them. So when they die, you can pull it out, and it works like a beast blood pellet. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Cool. Thank you, Richie. So there is one crow that's special, I guess.
1: Uh, there's actually two crows that are special, actually. Maybe try playing the game sometime. <laughs> maybe try paying a little bit more attention.
0: <laughs> Tell me about those two crows.
1: The first special crow is the one in Hamwick that won't fight you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: by the elevator, and no matter what you do, it will never peck you. We're like, oh, it's a nice crow. What a good, yeah. what a good crow friend. And then yeah. some people were like, because of course they were, what's the law? What's the reason for this crow? Why is the crow nice to you? Yeah. Yeah, and um, we found out why it's nice to you. Why? There's just a bug, and they forgot to give it AI. It just doesn't Aww. have an, it. Just doesn't have an AI <laughs> script attached, so it does nothing.
0: Oh, so it's a chill crow. So are you telling yeah. me all the crows could theoretically be chill? Yeah. So all the animals in Bloodborne could be chill and you wouldn't have to kill any of them?
1: Yeah, you just delete their AI.
0: Aww.
1: Then again, you know you know who doesn't have AI and isn't chill at all? Who? German. <laughs> German's got... The version in the, in the wheelchair literally does not have any AI. Dear, oh dear.
0: Oh my god, German is here. Hi, German.
1: No, he's he's left. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, German. Bye. (laughs) He's respecting social distancing, so he can't come on (laughs) until the quarantine is over.
0: Okay. Speaking of which, we're going to have to interview Lawrence soon.
1: Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so then I guess now, Richie, tell me about the special crow in the research hall.
1: Okay, so the special crow in the research hall, it's up the very top on the rafters where the bells are, and mm-hmm. it it has a custom AI script that means when you approach it, it actually several of the crows do have custom AI because they're designed to like drop at you on certain points. Mm-hmm. Um, it it ignores you and it it. Hops forward, and it, it this is it's not facing you. It's not it's ignoring you completely. It hops forward, and it hops toward a window, and then because the crows can't fly properly, it just falls down, and it doesn't die. It just sort of lands with a thud, oh. mm-hmm. and then it just sits there looking at the window. Mm-hmm. And this is a weird crow because when you kill it, it drops the guidance rune, mm-hmm. which is Ludwig's rune. Drops the less mm-hmm. powerful version of it. Okay, so a lot of people were like. What including <laughs> including me. I think I still have my like live reaction to that. <laughs> which I okay. I hypothesize it is Ludwig's pet crow.
0: Oh my god, that is so cute. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I love that.
1: Yeah. So I'm pretty sure what it is. Cuz what I explained there is the crow sees the light ahead of it, the light coming through the window when it hops toward the window and then it just falls.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, as an expert on horsefish, <laughs> what you can you tell us what the what the guidance rune like is said to represent?
0: So, okay. <clears throat> so the guidance rune
1: mm-hmm. was
0: discovered by Ludwig, yeah, along with his moonlight sword.
1: Yeah. Right. So we've heard that's like the moonlight sword. So what else does it say about the guidance rune?
0: Um it um it like emptied him of his fears in the midst of a hunt.
1: Yeah, but doesn't it, it mention something about Yeah, like,
0: little sprites. Um Yeah. Um yeah, tiny beings of light.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. remember like when you defeat Ludwig and his head talks to you? And it says, mm-hmm. like, have you seen the light? There's a light that guides me. Mm-hmm. So what was the crow doing?
0: Was it being guided?
1: It was jumping toward the light.
0: Yeah, because the light is in the window.
1: Yeah, it's literally jumping toward light. Okay. So I'm pretty sure it's getting at that. It's like that crow has also somehow like it's I guess it's been in the the rafters of the research hall so long. That it's like seeing the light like the the cosmic light or whatever through the window and then it, it's suddenly possessed by the need to to jump toward the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, there you go. That's cool.
1: So that is I'm pretty sure why the crows got the guidance rune. It's not like some weird random thing. It's very specifically like it's ju- it's like, it's literally coded. Like, it has bespoke coding that makes it jump toward light. Mm-hmm. And it drops the ruin, the little things. Like, have you seen the light? The light is guiding me. And they make a big point about, like, there's a, the, the window is gigantic, and there's all this light yeah. streaming in through it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. That's cool. Thank you, Richie. <laughs>
1: Do you want to talk about Eileen? Does she count as a as a crow?
0: Um, no, we'll have a separate episode on NPCs. Oh, and good. Bloodmark.
1: Oh, good. Good. Thank you for that little spoiler.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. Um,
1: okay. I like how we've done this completely backwards, where it's like you start with a deep dive on a shield, then you move on to like every single badge. Then you move on to like the vaguely defined queens. And then you move on to, okay, now that that's all out of the way, five (laughs) years later, it's time to deal with enemies and NPCs.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, and of course, sketchy boss arenas.
0: (laughs) Sketchy boss arenas?
1: We have, we have done this backwards. It's true. It's true. You literally started with the most like pointlessly in depth pedantic things and moved from that to like (laughs) stuff people were doing in 2015 when it came out.
0: Well, yeah, the logic is that everybody knows about the big stuff, it's the smaller things that need to be like talked
1: about. But doesn't Eileen qualify as like big stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. So everybody's already talked about her. So while people can get their Eileen lore on other channels, where are they going to get the lock shield?
1: But didn't you just say we were doing Eileen?
0: Yeah, but now that we did the lock shield and we covered all the little things, we can breathe like a sigh of relief and we can uh-huh. move on to the stuff that other people already talked about. But at this point, our stuff will be more updated because we have more information.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we have you, the great the great laurel. <laughs>
0: Let me, I'm trying to find a comment Let me, give me one second Okay, so actually Somebody who doesn't have a name In the comments Left a comment saying Making a video about the Spark Hunter badge Before making a video about Yosefka Is a perfect summary of this channel
1: Yeah, it really is, Yeah (laughs) I kind of don't want Elden Ring to come out now because I think our natural habitat is (laughs) things that have already been discussed and you'd think this can't can't go on. (laughs) Surely there's nothing more to talk about. (laughs) And it's under that degree of pressure that we produce our best work, such as the Lock Shield and sketchy boss arenas.
0: Sketchy Boss Arenas is a work of art, okay? Who else I'm not
1: disagreeing.
0: would have thought about looking at Boss Arenas without looking at the bosses?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Do you know that Sketchy Boss Arenas is one of the most viewed um, yeah. videos we have?
1: Yeah. It has yeah. more
0: views than the time Gary came on talking about a yeah. new game.
1: I like how the time Gary came on is like a standard unit of measurement now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just every time all things are rated as whether they're more or less popular than the time Gary came on Yes Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so we covered the special crows We covered yeah. the crows with the various heads Yeah I guess we can move on to the where question Jesus can you tell us where are the crows?
1: They're kind of everywhere. Mhm. Like they're in the sewers. Mhm. Um they're called carrion crows. So like you can see them in the sewers where there's a a bunch of dead bodies. So presumably they're like eating the corpses in the sewers. Mhm. They're all over Hamwick because Hamwick's full of body parts. Mhm. Um and they just like they just around everywhere. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, I mean, they they just flop around eating bodies all day.
0: Yeah. And I'm on Bloodborne-Wiki. Yeah. And here are all the locations. Now fully funded. And... Yeah. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who, uh, who came to the fundraiser. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. The server helped a lot. We really appreciate it. It really y'all.
1: did. Yeah. Like a ton of the the donations we got came from people in the Sinclair Law server. So thank you everybody.
0: Yeah. 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 And the wiki is now funded and uh, that's awesome. And big thank you to Matt for all her hard work. I yeah, use her yeah. wiki all the time, especially screenshots yeah. of various things. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm on the Bloodborne hyphen wiki and it has yeah. all the locations here. So I'm just gonna yeah. read them out. Okay. And you can tell me if there's anything peculiar about the crow being in this location. Central Yarnum.
1: No, because it's full of like dead shit lying around you know, just having having dinner.
0: <laughs> okay. Cathedral ward.
1: That's the same. It's the same city.
0: Cathedral ward, Yahar Gulpath.
1: Yeah, again, um, it's the same. It's the same city.
0: Old Yarnum.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they—they they are also there.
0: Healing church workshop. Hemwick, mm. mm. Channel Lane.
1: Oh, it's a different city, but there's still <laughs> there's there's still things a crow could eat.
0: Forbidden Woods.
1: Well, in Forbidden Woods, they're like in they're in those pits mm-hmm. that you get like. Stuck like they catch beasts in the pits. So I think it's like they're in the pits to eat like anything that dies in the pit. Okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Um, Yusefka's clinic.
1: Yep, they're on the roof.
0: Upper Cathedral Ward.
1: They're still on the roof. Actually, the ones in Upper Cathedral Ward—they're around a, a body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, it's just like. There's like just like a corpse there that they're picking over. Mm-hmm. It's not like doesn't tell you anything. It's just a little set piece.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Nightmare of Menses.
1: Yeah, they're the ones with dog heads.
0: Hunters' nightmare.
1: Yep, yeah, they're uh, they're flopping around eating dead things in a river.
0: <laughs> Research hall.
1: That's the Ludwig's pet crow.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I
1: feel like I got off pretty lightly there.
0: <laughs> okay, and now the last question: Why? So first, let me ask you: Why are mm-hmm. they called carrion crow? What does carrion mean?
1: Well, carrion is like dead. It's like basically means that they're scavengers, like vultures. They eat things that are already dead. Mm-hmm. Um, from really like crows and ravens, they put them in all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like a motif. Um, Armored Core. The main character in that is called like the Raven. Right. In the same way that, like in Bloodborne, you're always called Hunter, and in Dark Souls, you're called Chosen Undead. In Armored Core, you're called Raven. Hmm. They make a big point of like showing ravens. Everyone's got ravens painted on their mechs, and they like the the opening of a couple of the games shows a big like raven flying around. So, they, yeah, they're, they're just ravens and crows that have decided to chow down on the dead bodies and dead beasts in Yarnum, and I guess that's probably why they're so, like, weird and huge, because they're just eating, like, beast blood. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, too bloated to fly, and they're just like, nah, nah, nah. That, that happened in real life to a kookaburra. There's a kookaburra in Australia that lived near a campsite, and all the people that went there kept feeding it, Sausages. <laughs> and it ate so many sausages it got too fat to fly. Aww. And it had to be taken to a vet and put on a diet. Aww. So yeah, so that's that's what the carrion crows are. They're that. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> like like we said, there's like normal crows in Bloodborne as well. But um mm. the carrion crows are specific supposed- because the normal crows will just scatter when they see you, but the carrion crows are Nomming down.
0: So do you think regular crows turn into carrion crows? Or they are might, there yeah, I guess.
1: No, I think if, like, maybe if they kept eating beast blood, they might get, like, aggressive and huge. In the same mm-hmm. way like, the people of Yarnum. like, there's huge aggressive people there that, because they've mm-hmm. taken in a ton of, of beast blood.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, we also covered why they can't really fly. They're so huge, I guess. They can't fly well.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Um, and we covered why they're huge, because they keep eating, like, dead bodies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And why they're aggressive is because... Yeah, why are they aggressive, Richie?
1: Well, they might be blood drunk. Right. Because they, they might have eaten so much that they've just started, like, thirsting for more and more.
0: Like, the bodies they're eating, are those bodies blood drunk already?
1: No, I think it's that, like, they've taken in so much of the blood that they're, like... Because, like, do you have, like, crows where you are?
0: I think so.
1: Because there's a ton around here and, like, they're not aggressive at all. They're aggressive Mm -hmm. toward other birds because they they think another bird's going to take their food. But, like... Mm -hmm. In general, they'll scatter, and the ones in Bloodborne, like the normal ones, scatter when they. So a lot of people don't even realize it has normal crows in it because they just fly off as soon as, as you get near them. But mm-hmm. these ones, like they actively attack you if you get mm-hmm. close to them, which isn't like normal normal crow behavior. So it might be that yeah, it might be that they're um, they're starting to like hunger for more and more flesh and blood because of all the stuff they're taking in.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's not because they've taken in old blood; they just took in regular no, blood.
1: No, but or... they're eating the things in Yarnum that are full of weird Yarnum blood to begin with.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant when I yeah. said if the yeah. corpses have yeah. blood or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, before the uh, cleric beast, the first cleric beast fight. Yeah, there's uh, there's a bro with a brick surrounded by a bunch of crows. Yeah. Are those his pet crows?
1: Um. Uh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it's like like I have I have crows that follow me around,
0: <laughs> so
1: it's the same same deal.
0: So that guy with the brick is a Disney princess.
1: Because crows are smart, and they're smart enough to real that they're, they're smart enough to recognize individual humans, like oh, pretty wow. quickly. Yeah, they can recognize faces and stuff. So what happens is if they sort of figure out that you're not a threat and you might feed them, they just start following you everywhere, hoping that you'll Mm -hmm. give them something. So I have, like, quite a few crows that upon seeing, because I can't tell them apart, but they can recognize me and they see me and they, like, land next to me and start following me around, wanting, like, bread and bits of old cat food, so.
0: Oh, Cute okay okay I guess that about covers it
1: that's 45 minutes on the cr- on the carrion crow
0: Richie do the outro
1: that was what where why enemies of bloodborne episode 5 the carrion crow
0: Thank you Richie
1: Thank you sin thank you from software for making such a great crow. <laughs>